Turn it with up. The mic. I'm sick, I'm tired, I'm starving, I'm ready. I ain't with the gas, the only time I'm on the lettuce when I'm writing with this pen. Rappers can't be friends, y'all can play pretend, but see my system on the fridge so I can't join up with you kids. Adam gave a rib and you just feed these women lies and keep some diamonds in the ill. I'm cut from a different cloth and this cloth couldn't wipe no tears. See, I'm trying to top me a tear. They trying to topple me off, but they do it like they sisters. Kind of sloppily all and I'm feeling like yourself. Out of pocket and charged, I probably take it too far. I probably take it to Mars. You probably take it a yard. I take you right to the yard for the mic. Gotta do it all for the wall for the mic. Here, the stars go too far for the mic. On everything I love, all we love is this life. For the love, for the mic. Yeah. Gotta do it all through the wall for the mic. Here to the stars go too far for the mic. On everything I love, all we love is this life. For the love, for the mic. You're keeping it locked and loaded with the mic 106.5 WPPM FM. And you are now locked in to the mic on WPPM 106.5 FM. On this Indie Indie Wednesday, you already know what is going on. You already know what we're going to do. This is your host, DJ Jaso. And I am in the studio with a very special guest today. But before we get into that, got to let you guys know today's topic. Today's topic is that rock star lifestyle. You already know, we're going to talk about the correlations between hip-hop and rock today. We're going to talk about the correlations between pop and rock and a little bit of that correlation between pop and hip-hop. Because we all know that when we make music, it doesn't always come out just, just with, a, with a label, with a genre. Sometimes it's just that, just music. So as we talk about this topic, I want to introduce y'all to my guest, my girl, Bonnie. What's good? What's up? You're what's good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you today? I'm good, chilling. Happy to be a guest today on your show. Man, it's a pleasure to have you on. I dropped like the track. And they feel it. They <laughs> liking it. They Lit. say it, 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 it's giving it's giving them nostalgic vibe. Hey, that's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. So, um, one of the songs that I happened to blend yours with was um, "Prom Queen" by Little Wayne. It was off his rock oh album. Gosh. Yes, Man, yes. A throwback. <laughs> and two, yeah, it's two thousand eight. We talking. That's how far my discography go, man. I, I go Yo, all the way into the crate sometimes. That's lit. Prom Queen, that was a good track, too. Oh, my gosh. That's so, a flashback. Yeah, Lil Wayne um, was introduced um, to the to the skater movement. Um, he also opened, uh, started a brand during this time called Truck Fit. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So that that was all in, all in retrospects to promote... Um, and push his rock album at the time. Um, so we all know that Lil Wayne is traditionally a hip hop artist. He is traditionally a rap artist. Um, but sometimes as a musician, as an artist, you you bridge yourself or you you jump into other genres. Um, Most yeah. And in, in history, um, hip hop and rock have been so closely related. Even when we talk at um, look at some of Led's, um, Led Zeppelin's um, earlier features where they feature with people like Jay-Z, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. There's 
there is um, many, many, many um, moments in music where you have these correlations between um, rock and hip hop. For you, right. um, what, is, what, what do you think that correlation is and what does that look like for you? I mean, for me, rap and rock go hand in hand, just like almost all genres do. Um, musicians, we naturally have this vibe that you can't categorize. That's why Lil Wayne, he really helped to, you know, just open that uh, door for the rest of us that, you know, like to make other content. It's almost like MGK now who created rap in the beginning, but now he's dabbling back into that early 2000s MTV sound. Mm, um, that's a, that's a yeah. real good, that's a good perspective. I haven't thought of it, but yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, I just enjoy all genres I create with how I feel because music is creating vibrations. It's creating moods and feelings for other people, including your own self as an artist. So how I feel is how I create. Okay, so do you think that um, rock and hip hop just generally share that same feel like that energetic? um, This is me in my rawest form feel. Yes, they are identical in that aspect for sure. Um, I can't, I can't explain it as well as I could just, you know, understand it personally. Well, well, but what's some of the, what are some of the the, the feelings that you feel um, for you? Like, because you you've, you have um, some some R and B and soul in your, in your discography. You have a little bit of that rap style in your discography so for you when you're creating music um what what are some of the similarities um in those in those genres that you find um energy i mean the energy around the genre itself creates that um vibe that you get because rap when i had tracks that i did that were rap um, the melodies I would do could be simulated in a rock track as well. They just go hand in hand with each other. It's like ketchup and mustard. They just mesh very well. That's why uh, tracks with Linkin Park, Jay-Z to uh, MGK doing anything right now. Travis Barker's, they can all mesh with rap because they go hand in hand. Right. I, I think that's like you said. Sometimes there's these, these rock melodies um, or these hard chords um, that can literally just go, like you said, like ketchup um, and mustard on a hot dog. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> yeah, like, it just goes good together. So I, I think that's that's the thing that people miss about music is you, you don't always have to um, tie yourself down or anchor yourself um, to one no. specific genre because music has these um, these crossroads. Um, exactly. When you get there, it's okay to t- it's okay to bust a right, or it's okay to bust a left. You don't always yeah. gotta. Artists need to know it's okay if you feel differently. Make that song. Some artists, you know, they're like, "Well, I came out with rap music. I have to keep myself in that box." That's not true at all. Your fan base will like any content you create. You'll ultimately get new fans for. You know, just looking outside of the box and showing yourself as an artist, like what Nicki Minaj did with pop. I mean, yes, none of us stopped liking her. (laughs) No, which brings us to the our final point of this topic for today. Before we jump, because we go and jump into how these topics relate to you some more. But before that, before we do that, 
I want to talk about that for a second. Um, Nicki Minaj, another great example. Young Money, of course. They they were they were running the game during this time, they that really early two thousands era. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, Nicki, she she brought in a pop wave into as, after coming out as a hip hop artist. Exactly. This is this is something that um, traditionally isn't done within the rap community because of how um, self conscious some of these artists are or rappers are. They don't they feel they'll be judged or their fan base will fall off or say they fell off because they're right. trying to make a different kind of music. Exactly when it's the opposite completely. Remember that uh, what was that song called? High School. Uh, something yes. nah, it was called uh, Knockout. Knockout, Knockout, yes, yes. She did rock rap there as well. So her versatility is what actually made her more fans, you know, instead of uh, the other way around, which a lot of us used to think, you know, exactly. She killed it. Artists, if you're picking up my listeners, if you're tuning in right now, if you're picking up any game that's coming to you right now, you need to catch that one particular gem. And that is don't feel subconscious about creating. That's what we that's what that's what this this industry is here for, for new creation, for in, innovation. Innovation is always going to benefit you more than it hinders you. Exactly. Exactly. So, Bonnie. Now, tell us, because you've been giving us some game. You've been dropping some jewels today. <laughs> so let us know, um, how did you initially get started into music and why? When I was younger, um, I came across a group of friends in Lauren, Virginia. We had this crazy idea to start a group. And that group fell apart, turned into a Bonnie and Clyde group with me and a friend who... Um, his name was Joe, and he also rapped. We were a collab. Um, that eventually fell apart, and I became a solo artist and haven't stopped doing music since. It's just okay. been an ongoing thing. So you didn't come out by yourself initially? No, I did not. The first track I ever dropped was called Like What, and it's a collaboration. So so where, let me ask you this. If it was if it wasn't for that it wasn't for that collaboration, would you have started doing music? No, I wouldn't. So somebody else ignited the flame, and it just it never went out. You just hit never let it went go. out. My first love was basketball, and the person I did music with actually uh, got me to the point where I was like, you know what, I could do this. I could do this. I'm not I'm not scared to uh, try to dabble in music as well. If I didn't release that track with that artist, um, I wouldn't have got that motivation and confidence that I needed. I, I like to say, I like how you use, um, you weren't scared. I heard For you sure. say, you believe yourself, like, I could do this too. Like, artists, you need to pick up on that. This is somebody who didn't initially say, yeah, I'm about to quit ball. I ain't balling no more. I'm about to go get in the studio, bust a track. No, 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 no. That's that didn't happen. Somebody else said, yo, I think, I think you sound hot. Come here, come, come, come do this song with me. Juiced her all That's the way exactly up. What happened? Yeah. This happens. They juiced her all the way up. And then <laughs> probably did something, something, something fleeish that she don't want to talk about. She don't want to put it on air. That's okay. Nope. But, you already know. But we know what happened. <laughs> regardless of that, 
because this is this is the main point. This is what's important. Regardless of that, regardless of whatever it was that happened, whatever it was that transpired and made that collaboration no longer continue, she didn't stop herself. No. And, and, and that's that's the that's the biggest and most important point because a lot of people can get in, but a lot of people don't stay. So if you're trying to create longevity, if you're trying to stay in this business, you got to have that initial belief like, I don't care what so-and-so doing, this is what I'm doing. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so now I, I kind of get why uh, your first drop was what it was. So just for the <laughs> listener's sake, I'll let you guys yeah. know. The first drop was in 2018. Um, that was an album drop, Bonnie No Clyde. Yeah, so, that was my solo album. <laughs> so now we know that Clyde really was a person. Like this not this wasn't made up. Clyde was there and then he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> so, um, but so how long was it between between that drop? So how long was it between that initial um track that you did with Clyde to where you said, I'm gonna do this? I'm gonna put my best foot forward and I'm gonna drop a tape, Bonnie No Cloud. How was it? How long um did it take for that 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 production? I wanna say it was about four years later. Okay. So we talking yeah. like twenty I'd say four, around twenty fourteen, maybe Woo! late twenty thirteen, but yeah, twenty fourteen. Um we were still in the works of trying to do collaborations, but the inconsistency is what um, it was either I wait for that person or I go and do this shit by done. myself. Mm-hmm. I had to get it done or else you lose that spark, you know, or you lose that uh, momentum. That's see. And I, I like how I like that. I think that was a crazy gem for the listeners just now. Like you said, it, it was like you, you got y'all got something going. You like what you had got going and you didn't want that momentum to stop. You didn't want that that flame to go out. Um, exactly. I, I say that because a lot of the times in these shows, I reference a lot um, for the for the listeners, um, you know, that listen to the past episodes. Um, I reference right. this flame. This It's like this um, this ability to know um, like this is what you have to do. And then you you put this fire and this this energy behind it. Yeah, um, you feel that, it. Yeah. Exactly. And people gravitate to that. And you realize that like people are not gravitating. It's not necessarily the music. Right. It's, it's not necessarily the imagery. It's the overall exactly. energy and impact that I'm having on these people that they like. And I need exactly. to Exactly. It's that whole person's aura that captures these other people to just you know what? Okay, I'm gonna listen to the music too. Cause sometimes they just like the they just like you as a person and everything just falls into place for uh the brand completely after that. Exactly. That fire, that fire, you have to really um move with the momentum and any little outside thing that's drawing you back, you have to ignore it. And sometimes you have to cut people out just like I had to do, or else I could have just missed my train, you know, for what I was having to accomplish for myself. Nah, you had your tickets right. (laughs) (laughs) I had to to make moves and I had to think fast. You know, you can't you can't just sit on someone else's thoughts and um, not act for yourself. And that's how people sometimes, you know, they don't pursue their dreams. They're too worried about what someone else might be doing or what they 
should be doing to help someone else. Help yourself. Ooh, the gym. <laughs> help See, yourself I, first, then you can help other people. See, and I'm going to put this in reference for y'all. I, I, know, I don't know if anybody is here, the listeners, or you yourself, Bonnie, is a Rick and Morty fan. But if anybody's seen <laughs> yes. the new season... It's like the ticket, please, guy. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, you, yeah. You don't want to go through it with the ticket, please, guy. You don't. You don't want him to come to you and be like, ticket, please, and you right. look to the next man like, yo, bro, you got my no. ticket? Like, don't do exactly. that. Don't no. do that. Prepare yourself. Hey, Jay, that don't ish sound crazy. I, I know, I know. It's a lot of Rick and Morty lovers, man. So I just, I always got to bring it. Of you course, know, of culture. course, including me. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I'm a very big fan of pop culture, so I always have to incorporate that into the show some way, somehow. Right. Most <laughs> definitely. Um, so you kept it going. Um, I love the fact that um, you didn't let that stop you. You dropped the album. Um, I, are, I see you have a couple videos out, too. Are, are those videos from that album or those videos from the solo projects? Um, those are from the album let's see okay. there was real ones under pressure um incomplete yep those are all from my album my solo album let's go see i'm on point dj jason mm-hmm. was on point today look so yes, just sir. to dive a little bit that album did I, I, that album did very well for that time period 2018 you have like 17 uh k views on one so that that's just bridging about 20,000 views um yeah. you have another one that's just over 10k um, and then you have a, a few stragglers that are, are, are behind that uh, 2K and some change. That is yep. very, very, very good for an album in 2018. Let me I tell appreciate you. it. I didn't really promote either. That's why nowadays I be telling people promote because that album actually could have gone uh, further than what I um, promoted it to be. You know, I mean, as you were new. You were new. Yeah. I was new and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to keep making music. I don't care about nothing else. There's no promo. Just keep pumping out tracks and projects. And that's what I, that's that um, energy I was on at that point. Listen, and I I love it because what it has done for you is laid this, um, is laid this road, this journey out for us. You know what I mean? We we don't even really have to um, strenuate or stress this journey too much because it's it's already there. It's already laid out. Someone someone can research Bonnie and see what you've done. For sure. Um, So then I'm very blessed about that. Then you had your your next um, project. You had. A project you were featured on um, in 2019 that was an R&B and soul project um, called Party at Atlantis. Let's go. Oh Tell us a little bit gosh. about Party at Atlantis, man. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I believe I was paid for a verse for that track. Now, uh-uh. yeah, um, that was in my earlier stage still too. So I was definitely knocking out paid features as much as possible just to make some money back <laughs> to do some other content but um, I do remember that one um, but that was with um, an artist name I believe Official Vibe I believe his name was but, okay so so what inspired um, well outside of the you know paid feature getting money <laughs> um, what was the uh, what was the uh, um, idea um, um, behind that project? 
honestly, that was uh, something he came up with. Um, it's just supposed to be a fun, vibrant track about, you know, partying and having a good time and living it up. That's basically the whole uh, synopsis of that whole track. Just partying. So can we, can, can we expect that that rock vibe on this track or is it or do can we expect you singing not. like <laughs> that track is more so melodic um okay melodic uh r&b type of vibe with that one you know i i tend to go with how i feel and how i uh channel the energy off of the other artists so if i feel a different vibe on a song you might hear pop you might hear rock you might hear me spitting some bars depending on the type of track and the energy I feel that time so that one was definitely R&B type of um, melodic stuff well look man for the listeners y'all see Bonnie is Bonnie got some got something in the in the bag for y'all she got some things she got some talent she can bring out of the hat whenever you need him you know what I mean? like you already snap yeah so make sure y'all tap in there man um so after that, you went on a uh, a big single wave. Like you literally didn't release like no big projects, no albums, no EPs. You just went single, 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 single. Yeah. So mm-hmm. tell us the 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 the. Let us know the logic to the madness. Let us know what what was the reason behind that, um, and, and how has that helped you advance in your career? For sure. Um... I was very happy to do my album the first time, of course, because I had so many tracks in the, you know, in the archives already. So it just made sense. But after that release, I saw fit for only to release singles because I also started getting into the marketing aspect of things. Um, singles were just easier to market. Um I didn't have to stick to a certain genre. I could do my own thing for however I was feeling at the time. And um, I did drop a few rap singles. And then you start to see the change within, I think, last year when you see my whole sound go into this now alternative rock vibe. Um, It just made sense for me to dabble into the singles first and then you know, there I am working on an EP, um, but that's for a, a later date, probably okay, 2022. Okay, we got the exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely dropping an EP. I've been working on a few more tracks for it, but it'll probably just be a little five-track EP. I literally have like one or two more songs I need to do. But the singles just made sense for me at the time uh, for marketing purposes and what I needed to do. Um you know, just personally. Right. I, I think is I think it was a very smart idea because like you said, you had Thanks. some um R and B and soul stuff going on. Um you had some hip hop and rap stuff going on. Um For sure. And that 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 obviously was moving for you, but like you said, you didn't wanna box yourself in. You didn't wanna close yourself off. Right. And, um you're literally like the sixth or seventh artist um I've interviewed this year who has said that like it's very important not to to box yourself off to close yourself off and Most the people definitely. that's listening she just gave you a complete method on how to do so literally <laughs> stop dropping yeah. albums stop trying to drop EPs so rapidly 
You know that saying? Yeah, if anything, you're burning out your songs because uh, I've seen this uh, trend with artists where they put out the project, but they get tired of their own songs because I'm an artist too. I get tired of the songs. So what happens ultimately? They stop marketing the content. So just give yourself a little uh, easier formula and just release consistent singles, you know, and then it's easy to figure figure out uh, the marketing aspect for it because that marketing stuff is 90% more uh, important. The 10% part, you could create the song easily, but people forget that other part. That's, that's very important. See, when you have, before you even get into marketing, what I like is you had a strategy. For sure. You had a clear cut, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to drop these singles because I don't know what mood I'm going to be in. And yeah. I like to record based off that mood. So let me just start there. I'm not going to worry exactly. about nothing else. Exactly. Nothing else. Like videos. <laughs> I did my little soul searching and that's how I did it. <laughs> right you there. y'all hear her. Catch this game, man. Catch this game. Listen, you have to focus on what you know you can do best first. And then mm-hmm. build everything around that you want to build your music um marketing your music promotion your musical empire around that now that we're discussing it you had your most recent single success with your most recent single paralyzed where you charted number 37 on the itunes church let's go huge accomplishment i'm so happy about that huge so happy so stoked about that you know, as an artist, we all want that little accolade, just a little pat on the back sometimes, like, hey, you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, see, the thing is, artists, independent artists dream of that moment um, where they're, they they can tune into a radio station and hear their song, where they can yes. go to their favorite social media uh, uh, page and see that they're being posted, um, where they can go to where they consume music, where they go to find stars and they're right. there next to them, charting right. with them. Life changing. It feels amazing. Um, so tell us um a little bit. Uh, we we know, we know because you said it already that you you got into marketing and building a little Thanks. bit of a company. So let us know a little bit about that company and how you elevated your single Paralyzed um to chart number thirty seven on the charts. Um, alternative uh, iTunes charts, um, as well as a little bit more about your business that you created to increase and, and, and um, uplift your career as an artist. For sure. So I'll give you a little backstory. I started the business right after the fallout with Clyde. Um, I didn't have money as an artist. And back when we were trying to make things pop around 2014, nobody had heard about flipping, reselling services to drop shipping or other streams of revenue. I literally sat down and mastered that completely, enveloped myself completely to where, okay, if I want to be a musician, ain't no way I could work a nine to five and focus on it. So I did just that and I uh, figured out how to make money full time when I was 19 up until now and I still do the same thing I've just of course enhanced my brand um but man I've just been blessed to be able to do that and um I research I've talked to multiple business owners I've gone to seminars to just 
you know, learn more about the business. And I learned a lot about music, um, how to, or how many numbers you need to sell, how many copies you need to sell in order to chart. Um, and honestly, the whole breakdown is just how to get yourself on these billboards to iTunes and stuff like that. I just had to envelop myself and figure it out. My next goal is billboard, but baby steps. And once you get to, you know, starting to understand the formula like I'm trying to do, everything starts to fall into place and you start to see, okay, this is how you do it. And uh, that's kind of what I did for this song. I focused on okay, how many streams, how many sales do I need to get in order to chart? And you have to get a certain amount of sales. And what did I do with my marketing aspect of it? In order to get sales for that song, I did a marketing campaign and told people I would do a free article for them in exchange for a pre-sale or exchange for a sale. (laughs) Completely genius. I oh I ended up getting over 400 sales and that's honestly all you had needed in order to chart um, within the uh, release date time frame I believe it was and that's exactly how I got the formula I made I was like I could do this for free I'm an author on some of these sites let me just do the work to get the benefit for what I need to get done for how. So I need to chart. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Because we got to digress yeah. a little bit. We <laughs> need to digress. Because I don't think they, they, they caught exactly what, what happened. Just in case. Because this <laughs> show sure. is about giving y'all the game. We got a true catalyst to the culture on right now. Giving y'all this game. And I really want y'all to catch it, man. Because it's very, very important. Now, she dropped this. She, she figured out. She won first figured out I'm gonna drop singles and figure out what sound that's I, I'm gonna hone and what song I'm gonna what's gonna catch and I'm gonna push that, right? That was the first step. Her second step was then to figure out how what she wanted to do, which was chart. Yep. Check that off. Step three was then figuring out now that I know how many I need, how to get to that point. And which she ding, ding. What she did was implement something she already was doing. Like she was already a writer. She was already connected as a a publicist for these blogs. So why not offer those services in exchange for buying her song? Genius. That's what helped me. Because let me tell you one thing. It's easy to spam your content and just say you know pre-sale uh pre-save this when people have no idea who the hell you are they look at it like what the hell of course i would do the same thing so what did i do i came with something most people need and value and in exchange for me helping you you help me there is no fee they're being charged which is why they wanted to do it so me i scratched my back while scratching someone else's back. And it just worked It was money exchanged. It just wasn't dollars. Right. And I I, want to bring (laughs) in like, this is with um, NFTs. If anyone's been interested in with NFTs and cryptocurrency Mm -hmm. and what all of that is about, that's basically the same idea which she just said. That's literally the ideal of what an NFT is. You know what I mean? It's, It's instead of exchanging 
let's just say I give you this many US dollars and then you give me this service. Um, how about this? I'm going to give you this crypto thing, the, the <laughs> publishing, and you're going to give me an, another crypto thing, the the pre-save, which is going to exactly. count as myself. And there we're both going to benefit from this. Right. We all got some type of uh, currency that just happened not to be a dollar. We saw value, which makes it a currency, which made That's- it a whole transaction. There you go. That is currency. You, your, your intellectual property is currency. So I, I think um, what a lot of artists miss, Bonnie, I think is they miss that that simple aspect that you grasped, um, that you are valuable. What you were doing was already valuable and you just needed right. to figure out a way to apply it. Exactly. If they just hone in on what they're good at and you have to think outside of the box, just like we've been talking about this whole episode, being outside of the box is what got me to the the milestones that I needed to be at. If you don't step out of that box, you are in that dead zone, which is that comfort zone. You're not doing something different to help yourself. And everybody holds assets that or abilities that can help themselves that they're not even utilizing because they're too stuck in some type of pattern, you know, or too afraid. I think sometimes it's just that fear, that fear of being judged. Like we talked about earlier, um, when you're when you want to evolve in your music career and you're not necessarily changing genres, you're just doing something different. And um, people get afraid of the reaction to these things and it, right. they stop themselves from progressing. And don't be afraid to be you because that's ultimately what it is. If you're scared to be yourself, then this might not even be a good industry because you have to you have to take criticism. And even if people like you, they're going to hate you just as much. Everybody deals with the equal negativity. So what's hard about going out there and just trying to be yourself so a lot of people should just try and then you know you get to stumble across maybe what your sound what you want your sound to sound like like how I'm studying myself more I was always good at rap but I did it because of my environment but once I stepped out of that environment with the collab I was in the whole time I figured out that's not even the genre that was my favorite that I really wanted to be you know doing so <laughs> Exactly. It's and that the, just came yeah. through your experience and you your yeah. trial and tribulation and not being afraid of the results. Exactly. Just Can't doing it. Whatever regardless of what however it came up, whether it's uh-huh. up, whether it's down. I'm gonna do this regardless. Um Exactly. One of my biggest influences um you know coming up um was DJ Kali. When he first started, <laughs> um people hated him. They're like, Who is this guy? He just all he he's just coming on talking about another one. That's all he does. Right. He, he getting credit for a whole track and he only he on there just saying another one like who cares and then now now dj Kali is one of the biggest and greatest djs and producers in the world it's ridiculous and if he had stopped saying that another one there would be no no Kali we would have known like he really changed shit up for sure changed the game and it's just by believing in itself 
Um, exactly. While, while we're on the topic of musical influences, um, do you want to just shout out some of your musical influences um, and tell us a little bit why they, they influence you? For sure. Um, I would say Journey, um, Nicki Minaj, for sure, Lauren Hill, um, Erica Badu. I like Ooh, a few different You got the hitters. <laughs> I like a few different artists. Of course, I love like Nirvana and stuff too. I guess um, like Nicki Minaj, she's just as real as they come. She's also a Sagittarius like me, and I see a lot of similarities as far as her personality. She okay. don't care. She goes, she speaks how she wants to, even her little ah. <laughs> she makes it hot because she that's how she feels and she knows that she doesn't she's not scared to put that out there and that's what I like about her um not only can she spit she can also do rock pop she could do whatever she wanted to okay, um, <laughs> yeah um Nirvana Journey I just like that old school rock vibes I love Journey of all any type of rock songs I love listening to Journey the best but they just all have different different things that I picked up from all of them that I really like I come from a mixed family so I grew up listening to Michael Jackson to Led Zeppelin to Stevie Wonder to all of them <laughs> so they all have a little bit of you know influence in how I create and that's probably why my um palette is a little bit diverse you know I like as different. it should be um, yeah. We did um, interviews early on, um, and one of the people we did was Mary Fontaine, um, who's nice. been, you know, very, very well in his career since since our interview. Um, and one of the things he said, and it correlated with a lot of the other guests, and what you just said just now is um, he had to digest um, different forms of music. He had to go in the house and listen to Al Green, right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And listen to Erica Badu and listen to um, even Aretha Franklin and, and these different yeah. old school vibes um, um, and digest different things, digest yeah. different things so he could come up with something completely new and diverse. Um, and of that's, course, I think yeah. that's, that's going to be longevity in this music business. Like what's Let's going go. on now with the drill rap and all of that, and you know the yeah. playing thing. Like, it, 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 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> we that's gonna be lit. We 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 gonna love that for 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 maybe another year or two. We may love that for another year or two. But when something right. terrible happens, like in real life, maybe like another war or something bad, you know, another big accident or riots or something crazy like and it, that We're happens. We're not gonna want to hear about exactly. You're going to want to hear the real music. You're going to want to hear the yeah. things that make you feel inspired when you wake up because you right. need that. Not and that make the... you want to go out and smack somebody. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what's, that's the music that's going to be have longevity and that's what's going to still be here. Yeah, like look at Michael Jackson. Everybody loved him. Trap people love him. Country people love him. You will, you will not see a trap artist that has any type of caliber to an artist like that because they don't touch souls like that type of music does. Trap music, I won't, I won't say nothing bad about it. That's what they like or what whoever likes. It's it's catchy. It's just um the it's subject matter doesn't. Hold, yeah, it's part like, of hip hop. So we accept <laughs> it. So we accept it. Yeah, and exactly. it's fun. But like it's I said, fun, it's 
it's vibrant. It makes you want to get up and jump around and shit. So it's just uh, for longevity purposes, something that lives out like a legend type of music, like Prince and Whitney and all that. Uh, I don't see it surpassing something like that for music. Yeah. You just, like you said earlier, you cannot box yourself in. You can't yeah. box yourself into that one genre. You have to elevate yourself and move forward. Exactly. And don't be scared about it. You know, scared, scared money don't make no money. So. Don't make no money. <laughs> Let's no. go. So, Bonnie, tell us what is the next, the, the goal, overall goal for your career at this point? Um, and what can we look forward to hearing from Bonnie? You kind of already gave us a sneak peek. So if you want to just, just for the listeners, right. just the one for the ones that may be tuning in now and that missed it, um, for sure. let them know, you know, like I said, uh, what's the overall goal for the career and what can they look forward to uh, seeing from you? So for me, I'm, I love business. I love being in the back end. I will always create music. My goals are not to be big. I want only placements and films and, you know, series and shows. So that's really my only focus. So I could tell you to be expecting that very soon since I've linked up with some publishing agencies and stuff. Um, I'm going to be, of course, finishing out with that EP. But my main focus is film and my business. So um, don't ever expect me to go too big because yeah. uh, I'm going to be, you know, I, mean, I like you never know. I mean, <laughs> right, I'm, I'm feeling know. like the big, just, just sometimes those things are what make you big without trying. And I think that's the thing. You're not focused on, oh, I'm trying to be, um, you're not focused on, oh, I'm trying to be famous. For sure. And that's when it could definitely happen to people. Yeah. But, Definitely. I, if it does happen, I will love it still. But I'm just focused on getting myself to the next milestones and accomplishing my task and making my money and enhancing my business. So you could definitely expect to see a lot of projects still for me, especially with the EP. And I'm still doing a lot of promo uh, as far as my latest singles. And there's a lot in the works, so... Make sure y'all tap, tap, tap in. Y'all have to tap in. I mean, I think honestly, that's the most important thing um, is that they don't miss it. Don't miss the wave, you know? Um, And she definitely got the EP on the way. So don't miss the EP. And I'm pretty sure some videos going to follow. Yes. Make sure y'all don't miss that. Um, And you already know where you locked in that. This is... WPPM 106.5 FM LP Philadelphia. This is your host, DJ JSO. I appreciate everybody for locking in and tuning in. Make sure y'all tap in each week. And don't you go nowhere because that mix is coming up next. So stay tuned. If you have viable insight or experience in a specific niche like I do, then you've probably thought about starting your own podcast. But because I've been there, I know getting started can seem overwhelming. Buzzsprout is the premier podcast hosting site for all newcomers and veterans. With clean, easy-to-use interfaces and high-quality analytics, managing your podcast has never been easier. It was literally the easiest and best way to launch a professional podcast, and they helped us and over 100,000 podcasters already get started. Get listed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and much more. We got a great-looking website audio players that we could drop into our main website, detailed analytics so we know how people are listening, tools to promote, 
And even more than that. Monetize, analyze, and multiply your listeners today with Buzzsprout. Sign up now using our link and get a free $20 Amazon gift card. Just for joining the Buzzsprout fam. And remember to tune right in to the mic. 106.5 WPPM-FM. Just to fall. 